Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello and thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you've got questions about today's podcast, feel free to give me a call, 888-226-7614. You can find us at kingdomplanadvisory.com, kingdomplanadvisory.com. I want to talk to you today about expectations. I have been teaching about good financial stewardship since about 2008, um, in particular across many, many radio uh, stations across the United States, podcasts, uh, numerous newspaper articles. And, I mean, I've re- social media, I mean, I've spent thousands upon thousands of dollars of, of trying to get the message out there. And... <clears throat> To be honest, it's it's somewhat disappointing uh, uh, that believers um, are just not receptive to a, a stewardship message. Now, I want to explain that. So, <clears throat> you know what is a what is a stewardship message? What do, what what do I talk about? What have I talked about for the last thirteen years on the radio and through podcasts and all these other things? I talk about what Scripture says about stewardship. Stewardship is one of the most discussed or the most discussed topic in scripture. It's over 2,300 different verses that have to do with money. God knew we were going to struggle with money and we need to follow the the baseline or the instruction manual for how to be good stewards. If we do that, I'm telling you the, the level of depression in our lives, the, the peace that we find from good stewardship far outweighs the the comfort that we feel from worldly things. So why are people not receptive to good stewardship? Because we say things like avoid debt. That's not a popular message, is it? People have numerous credit cards. They run their credit cards up as soon as they, they have the opportunity to. Now, I'm saying it's generalized. I'm not saying everybody. But let's be honest. There's a lot of people that have a problem with using credit cards. They use credit cards for everything, and they don't pay them off on a monthly basis. If you're a responsible credit card holder and you pay off monthly, I have no problem with it. I am not. Uh, sub- I do not subscribe to the excuse of, well, I'm, I'm getting points, people. I, if if you're getting points, fine. As long as you're paying it off monthly, I'm okay with that. But if every Christmas you're getting new credit cards. And then paying minimum monthly installment payments on revolving credit. You're, you are not a responsible credit card holder and you shouldn't have credit cards. <clears throat> I've been in discussion with my youngest daughter who is, is really looking to, to buy her first home. Uh, 30 years of age and she's ready. She's you know rented. Uh, she's very responsible. Um, <clears throat> and she's finding out some hard life lessons. So 
what do most children do when they're finding hard life lessons and things that they cannot control, as they call dad. And, and I've fielded numerous questions throughout the last few weeks about buying a home in the, the process. And some of the, the things she didn't like the answer. You know, the, the message that I, I shared with her last night uh, was that just because the bank says you can borrow $190,000 doesn't mean that you can actually borrow $190,000 or that you should. Look for something below that. Use the rule of thumb of, of you know, a mortgage payment shouldn't be more than one weekly paycheck. That's just an old rule of thumb. But we have that message about using debt. And, and for the most part, people are just not receptive to it. They just don't want to hear it. What I find most disturbing is the people that, you know, I could see their social media posts. And they're, you know, pro-life, very conservative, uh, pro-Israel, until it comes to their investment portfolio. And then when it comes to their best investment portfolio, they really don't care if they are profiting from countries that persecute Jews or Israel. Yeah, that, you know, if you own shares of particular airline stocks that sell um, uh, airliners to Iran, I wouldn't own that particular company, right? Um, same thing with, you know, the pro-life. Well, if you're pro-life, why would you own and profit from a company that supports or profits from the life-ending scientific research industry, abortion, murdering children? Why would you? And the answer is, well, you know, I've made a lot of money the last few years, and I really don't want to change things. That, that's literally the answer I'm hearing. So it's okay as long as you're making money to kill babies or provide money to Planned Parenthood. It's okay as long as you're making money. People, that I, I just can't swallow that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm disturbed. I'm, I'm probably borderline frustrated with the lack of action by fellow believers. Am I questioning their faith? No. Do I question the validity of their faith? A little. Uh, because it gets to the point where our, our beliefs, our faith dictates our behavior. And if our behavior shows that we really don't care about killing unborn children, we really don't care about countries that, that provide missiles to Hamas to, to send 4,000 missiles into Israel. Um, yeah, I've got problem. I, problems with that. Well, same thing with with the issue of, you know, investing in, in home to hotels and pharmaceuticals and uh, uh, entertainment industry type of, of uh, publicly traded investments that profit from pornography and anti-family entertainment, those kind of things. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got an issue with it. You know, a, if the issue is, well, I really don't want to change things because I'm making pretty good money. If that is the answer that I get, I don't like it. If the answer I get is, I don't, I don't, I didn't know I was doing that. And yeah, I'd like to change people. I've heard that, that, that many times the, the number of people that actually change to a faith based faith driven investment portfolio is small. I literally, in 2008, when I changed my worldview financial planning firm, I've always been, I mean, I've been a born-again Christian since age of 16. I'm 50, I'll be 54 this month. Been a financial planner for 25 years. 
But in 2008, I made the conscious decision once I understood, once God actually put his finger on me and said, I have blessed you with talent in this particular area as far as communication and, and stewardship. This is what you need to teach. I mean, I felt it. Sometimes God screams through a, a you know a screen door, you can hear it, and and I just thought, man, you know, the, people are really going to be receptive to this, and I have been shell shocked. I personally, as an investor, if I had not been a financial planner, I would I would have been very receptive to that message, uh, as a believer, been very receptive. You know, the people that are chasing after GameStop and Netflix and Facebook and uh, uh, Google and Apple and all those. Listen, you're chasing after a cat you're not going to catch. It's just not going to happen. And you're, you're, you're profiting from things that are anti-biblical. It's just, it's just fact. So what do you do? I can't make you change. I can educate you. I can give you all the information you need to make a decision. You've got to pray through it. You have to involve God in the process. Um, and I understand that you, you want to do your due diligence and making sure this isn't some kind of weird thing. Listen, biblically responsible investing is using publicly traded companies that have been screened to avoid those things that are contrary to your beliefs. It's that simple. It's simply screening. It's simply finding companies that align with your beliefs. Pro or con. You may be pro clean water, pro clean energy, for example. Pro uh, uh, companies that really treat their employees well, right? And you may be con or anti-abortion, anti-pornography. Okay, that's just an example. And you could do that. Why would you not align your, your portfolios with your beliefs? You know, we're all going to stand judgment on our, our stewardship. You, our stewardship is going to be reviewed. And uh, I, I find it hard to think that I'm going to stand in front of God one day and answer for this, the blessings that he's bestowed upon my life, in my life, to provide for my family and to provide for the kingdom. And I say, you know, I just couldn't quite sell that stock because I've been doing so well. And even though they were involved in the porn industry. And I know people saying, I'm not investing in porn. Listen, hotel stocks, if you own AT&T, Verizon, Comcast, any of those um, hotels, they profit from pornography. I mean, I could explain it in more detail if you need it. Um, you know, do you have Dish Satellite? Do you have DirecTV? Do you have any of the internet providers? Can you Can you watch porn? Through any of those avenues, absolutely. Do they do they give porn for free? No, they charge for it. Therefore, if you own that company, you're profiting from porn. It's simple stuff, right? Simple stuff. People, I challenge you. You know what are your beliefs? You know, do, do you want to align what you got going on in your life? Four hundred one ks, IRAs, Roth IRAs, investment account, whatever. Do you want to be obedient or do you really just don't care? I mean, that's really the answer. If you cared, you would make a cacophony. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, you wouldn't say, well, "I'll get to that uh, uh, next year." If you're profiting from killing unborn children, people, that's a today decision. You got to do something today, and there are options that you could do. You, you could say, "I'm going to continue to own the company, but I'm going to be involved uh, in trying to change what they do." That's that's an option as long as you're proactive. You know, as they 
publicly traded companies have investor relations. They have board meetings. You can, I mean, you can be active against uh, a company, but the reality is that a lot of these companies aren't going to change. So therefore, do you own, continue to own them? Do you continue to profit from them? Or do you divest yourself of those things that are sinful in nature? They're sin stocks. Pretty simple stuff. Again, listen, I'd love to help you. You know, I, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but the reality is it, just looking at the the, wor- the world, especially here in the United States, the people that that may set their, their, their bottom in a church on a Sunday, may post, you know, share a meme on Facebook two or three times a week about how, you know, they're praying for people or how godly they are. But yet they own things that are absolutely contrary to the same stuff that they're posting on social media. So either you believe it or you don't. See, <laughs> you boil it down to you either believe that or you don't. Let me help you. Let me screen. It was positive this last week. I've had people that are, are writing in, sending emails, asking me to screen stocks and, and portfolios for them. That's that's positive. But I should have to hire a staff of 500 people to do that based on the number of people that I'm reaching through these messages. And it's just not happening. And, and you know, it's really up to God to touch those people to make those decisions. I can't force people. I, I plant the seeds. I educate. That's what I do. If you want help with, with you know, pulling back the sheets and seeing what you actually own, I'll help you with that. All you got to do, I mean, it's simple. You're not going to be, you know, shamed. I'm, I'm just going to help you make good, obedient financial stewardship decisions. You're free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. Find me at kingdomplanadvisory.com, kingdomplanadvisory.com. You can find us on Facebook um, at Kingdom Plan Advisory. I'm going to end this on a positive note. So in the last uh, week, I spent some time with a, 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 a brother in Christ in uh, uh, Texas. Uh, looks like this message is going to go out on about six new radio stations in San Antonio, Dallas, that kind of thing. Probably going to reach eight to ten million people as far as broadcast area. That's positive stuff. I like that. I like that. So anyways, let me help you. Um, be happy to, there's no charge for trying to, to, you know, this educational process, you know, if you've got a church group or if you've got an investing investment group, um, that you would like me to come speak at, we could try to get that on the schedule. I've got a pretty busy summer. I've got several uh, events going on. Uh, but this fall is lining up to, to, to be, there's going to, there'll be some openings. So let me know. Um, God bless you. Uh, I pray that, the, that God touches you to make a good, um, decision regarding your your being biblically responsible and how you you manage those assets that he's bestowed upon you god bless you thank you for listening to revolutionary stewardship i encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter if you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614 Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.